G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. 2020, bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au. Let's talk some of those financial issues that we all struggle with and particularly this time of year, let's talk about debt. Alex Cook back with us. He's the founder of Wealth With Purpose. It's an organisation that equips Christians to honour God with their finances. Hello, Alex Cook. Welcome back to 2020. Hi, Neil. Great to be back with you. Alex, we don't like to be reminded about the debts that we have, uh, but sometimes they come with a sledgehammer reminder when we're overdue with payments and things like that. Uh, What are your thoughts on how we handle debt, and particularly with a Christian perspective? Yeah, look, I think um, the Christian perspective is very, very important in this uh, day and age where we're bombarded by the world with very different messages to what the Bible actually says about uh, about debt. Um, in today's day and age, in the in the Western world, uh, debt is something that has become uh, what is seen as normal, harmless, and necessary. Uh, but for anyone who's been in a lot of debt, they'll know that it's uh, certainly not harmless, um, even though we often feel it's necessary. So, from a Christian perspective, I think what we need to to really do is challenge. Um, our society uh, and its view on debt and really try and bring it back to what the Bible actually says. Um, and the Bible, as far as debt's concerned, it doesn't paint a rosy picture about debt at all. In fact, uh, most of the messages about debt in the Bible are warning messages and it really warns us that if we get ourselves into too much debt, um, we can become a slave to the lender. And that's something to uh, to avoid. I mean, the Bible makes it very clear that we shouldn't become slaves to anyone. Um, and so debt is one of those things that can really uh, be used by the devil, if you like, to derail us uh, and make our life um, much harder than it needs to be. And so we really need to challenge our society's uh, logic, and that is that debt is normal, harmless and necessary. Uh, in my experience, Christians usually believe one, two or all three of those. Uh, to me, it's it's not normal. Uh, it, it can be harmful, and it is not necessary. Um, but then people say, "Oh, well, Alex, if um, if you don't think it's necessary, how will I ever afford to own a home?" And so you, you get all these sort of uh, uh, very entrenched mindsets in our society now about debt. And um, as a consequence, we have a society that is um, is literally drowning in debt too. A lot of us would look at our national economy and be concerned about our national debt, uh, but we also uh, translate those things into our own personal lives and the debt issues that we are constantly seeing in the news, well, these are the same issues that work perhaps on a smaller scale in our own finances. Absolutely. It's uh, 100% spot on. These debt issues that we see in the media that apply to governments the Australian government, I believe, owes the federal government a little over $300 billion. When you allow for all the state governments, it takes you over $600 billion, which is an enormous amount of money. Um, and what's uh, unfortunate about that is the government's also running deficits. 
Um, and as a result, we're actually racking up more and more debt month after month. And that ultimately has to be paid back. If you go across the globe you know, to places like America, uh, their federal government owes a mind-boggling $17 trillion. Uh, the numbers uh, defy reality. Uh, and as a, uh, as a society, they owe $60 trillion in total. Uh, I would argue that the debts there are so big they'll never actually be repaid. Um, but that same problem, though, at a government level can easily apply at, for businesses and can also apply to households. And that's really what's happened over the last sort of 30, 40 years. Debt has become very easy, you know, the, the easy access to, uh, to credit cards. And also the big thing that's happened in the last 10 years is money has become extraordinarily cheap with interest rates around the world being at pretty much record uh, historic lows, uh, meaning that it's very easy and very tempting to uh, take on a large amount of debt to buy a house or to buy a car. Um, and, you know, things like buying a car today seem very normal um, using debt, but even 30 years ago, very few people would buy their car with debt. Now, you know, every second car on the road's debt-funded. Alex, most of us, uh, I guess, perhaps have a, a mortgage payment. Uh, maybe there's a personal loan or two. And then there's the credit card. The credit card often is the one that gets out of control. It's huge. I mean, if you took a, uh, a credit card balance, and let's assume it had just $4,300 owing on, um, credit card companies require you to pay a minimum amount of around 2 to 3%. If you were to... T- if you were to um, just pay the minimum amount back on a credit card that uh, you owed $4,300 on, it would take 31 years to pay it back and you'd pay $15,000 in interest on the assumption that you just paid that a minimum amount. You're also paying roughly $790 a year just in interest. Um, so it's a, a massive uh, burden on people with credit cards. Um, I say to people, if you are going to use a credit card, um, then make sure you pay off the the balance in full every single month without fail. If you can't do that, then you should cut it up. And thankfully these days, a lot of the major banks all offer uh, debit cards and you can actually use an alternative um, and never actually go into credit card debt at all. Um, And a lot of the uh, things like frequent flyer programs and things like that... um, are not nearly as valuable as people often perceive them to be. You know, sometimes the points are very hard to use and so forth. So there's all these sort of, if you like, things in there from a marketing perspective designed to uh, lure people in. But in reality, credit cards um, are potentially very dangerous and very, very expensive. Alex, if you are at this point drowning in debt, uh, how do you actually take those first steps to turn your life around and uh, get a new plan? Look, it's um, much easier than people think. It's just one of those things that because we're under so much pressure, we feel that um, uh, you know we feel that it's one of those things that we're never going to get a hold of. But if we lay out a specific plan. And that's something I'd really encourage people to do, actually make a plan to pay off your debts. Um, And it can go roughly like this. So the first thing to do to to get yourself out of debt is you need to do a budget and work out how much you're actually spending on your mortgage repayments and your credit cards or car loans and so forth and actually work out 
what your level of income is versus your level of expenditure. Then from that, you're able to determine how much extra you can repay against those loans to pay them off as quick as possible. Um, very important to also to make a, a very definitive decision not to take on any additional debt, and it's very, very tempting to do that. But do that, do that budget first and foremost to work out where your, where your cash is going and how much ex excess cash you have that you can use to pay off debts. The next step, I'd say, is then to make a list of all your debts and put them in order of highest to lowest. And by highest to lowest, I mean the ones with the highest interest rate first and then all the way down to the lowest. So typically a credit card will be at the highest and then a, um, a, a mortgage will be at the lower end. Car loans and things like that tend to sit somewhere in the middle, but put them in order. What you then want to do is pay off the debts first that have the highest rate of interest because they're the ones that are costing you the most. So they're the ones you need to pay off first. So generally it's best to pay off um, credit cards as your first point of call. Um, it may be appropriate to consolidate your debts all into a one loan. So you may have a credit card loan, a uh, car loan, and uh, a mortgage, and you can consolidate all into one low-interest loan. Now, there is a downside to doing that, and that is that credit cards tend to be fairly short-term in debt, but you're actually, by consolidating them, say, into your mortgage, you're actually creating a long-term debt. So there's a negative there but certainly you may well be able to bring down your interest rate substantially by consolidating them all into to one loan. Another thing to look at is to have a look at all your assets. So make a list of your assets, such as your, you know, it could be a car, could be a, a boat, whatever your assets are, your home, and work out should any of those actually be sold. So are there things you need to do to take immediate action to pay off some of those debts through selling down of assets? Um, you need to be careful there. Some assets, uh, you know, are worth keeping, but some assets may well be best to actually sell them off to reduce the debt. Um, as I say, it's very important though to do that budget and to work out how you can cut out any waste. Um, and also, I'd say, look, to, to commit it to God. Say, God, look, I've taken on too much debt. Help me, help me get out of it. Help me to have the the, the right amount of cash flow and so forth to, to get out of this debt very quickly and give me the wisdom be able to do so and the discipline because it does take discipline to um, not only to do a budget but to, to spend wisely and, and not um, give in to temptation. They're great insights. Alex Cook is the founder of Wealth With Purpose, an organisation that equips Christians to honour God with their finances. His website, wealthwithpurpose.com. Alex, always good talking. Thanks so much for being with us again today on 2020. Pleasure, Neil. All the best. Like what you've just heard? There's more great podcasts or you can listen to us live at vision.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener supported. Your donation of any amount will help us continue connecting faith to life. Learn more or donate today at vision.org.au.